The Crystal Chroniclers is brought to you by fftcgsingles.co.uk. Welcome to The Crystal Chroniclers, where we fall through fantasy from crystals to cards. My name is Mark, and seated around the table here in the palatial Highwind Manor would have been four men, but they're actually... Would have been five men, sorry, but they're actually four, because Alex is a bit unwell, so he's at home with a poultice on his head. Um, chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup. It's good for the soul. Mm. But we've got four men around the table, men of courage, men of steel. We have a man who is anticipating the challenge of Final Fantasy II like a child looks forward to a big bag of sweets. It's Andy. That's me. We have a man who doesn't need crude muscle to take... <laughs> 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 it's great when you make yourself laugh. No, oh, do you... go on, <laughs> Mark. Well, so much muscle. <laughs> it's supposed to say beasts. <laughs> What does it say? Oh, does it say breasts? <laughs> <laughs> we have a man who doesn't need crude muscle to take on the breasts that await us. <laughs> His mental acumen is more than a match for all the foes that FF2 can offer. It's Richard. Hello. Thirdly, he's not here, but he's wiry as a whippet and wilier than a fox, and he only ever plays on hard mode. It's Artie, wherever you are. Uh. And finally, we have the newest official <laughs> member. <laughs> the newest of Orb. Orb <laughs> He's here! He's here! <laughs> we have the newest official member of the Crystal Chronicles team. He knows no fear. He spits in the eye of danger. Neither man nor creature, whether on land or sea, can make his knees tremble. And ma- Shark! <laughs> Hi, guys! <laughs> it's John. How are you doing, John? Yeah, it's great company I'm having right now. Keep your house to yourself. You mentioned land and sea, and it went, oh, hang on, hang on a minute. We know where this is going. <laughs> I see what you did there. He doesn't like it, but we see it. <laughs> if you could see my face now, people. <laughs> so, welcome, John. Thanks, buddy. Everyone, everyone Great gonna... to be here. Okay. It hasn't been that long. It has it been a while? It's been a while. Thank you, yeah. Andy. <laughs> That's a monkey. That's going to end up being like Jazzy Jeff throwing out the front door. The best, the best thing about about getting him thrown out the door is that he, they used the first clip they've ever done. Yeah. So when he's in a scene, he's got a completely different T-shirt on to when he gets thrown out. I never noticed. That. <laughs> yeah. Oh. How's your week been, John? Hi. Yeah, it's been great. <gasps> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Hi, buddy. Yeah, it's been great. Um, quite relaxing, to be honest. Changing uh-huh. jobs, so enjoying that. Um, and yeah, I've been playing lots of the Final Fantasy uh, mobile game that's kind of come out with oh, Dissidia. Yeah. Um, to be honest, Omnia. that's the one. Yeah. Why is it called that? I've no idea. No Som- idea. <laughs> Omnia is like everything. Is it Song of Everything? Probably means something in Japanese, I assume. I think it's Latin. Is it? Fair. Latin, Latin. You couldn't do an mm, mm, could you in Japanese? That, that, those two sounds after yeah. everything. Like, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Your mum can't. That sounds rubbish. I'll come back to you. I've got a rapier like. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> you said, <laughs> you said <laughs> rapier. Re- said retorts. That's the word. <laughs> oh, I, thought yeah, you said, I thought you said I'll rape you. I was that. like, I'm not an owl. <laughs> I like to watch. See, <laughs> See, this is this is the challenge. Is how many inside jokes can we slip in? Yeah, and John's God. got no idea. Well, what yeah. we're talking it's just, about. just like I'm I'm lost, but I'm enjoying it regardless. <laughs> it's great. So um, Opera Omnia, yes, great fun. Um, pretty much free to play unless you want to invest into gems, like most other um, 
you know, microtransaction like programs. Games. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I've never heard of that term until like gacha. on the subreddit for a Dissidia, for a Dissidia uh, OO. Yeah, and it's, they're it's called, it's called a genre. gacha. It's Dissidia like, Ooh. Dissidia Ooh. That's the subreddit. It's R. It's R slash Dissidia Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and all the games that you can play for free, but you can pay as well. But is it yeah. all one word? Dissidia Ooh. Subreddit, yeah. Yeah. No, in that case, it's Dissidia. Dissidia. Yeah. Dissidia. Gotcha. Isn't it just free freemium, is that? It's a freemium game. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah, a freemium game. Yeah. yeah, it's the whole free to play with like, and you can you can buy you can... gems and stuff. But I think that's the new term they've made for it. It's gacha stuff. Yeah. Mm. Because they gotcha. That sounds like a a Japanese contraction word. That doesn't, doesn't it? Like, what's what does gashapon mean? That's the that's the the little roll the orb things. Yeah, the little spheres. Plinkos. Yeah, yeah. No, no, they're like you. You know, you just, you get them in like Sainsbury's where you put a quid in, you turn the thing, and you get a sphere with a little oh, toy inside. Oh, right, 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 yeah. That's gachas. Oh, is it? That's gachas. Yeah, they're yeah. gachas. So maybe it's the more you know. A new job, did you say? Yeah, new job. Start on Monday. It's going to be mm. interesting. Actually, having a job which could lead into a career development. Oh, by the way, Dave listens to this podcast, so you got to be nice to him. <laughs> I'll be very nice to Dave. He's had a hard week, bless him. So oh. I'm sure my, me turning up on Monday can, can only put a smile on his face. So have you gi- given? You're done with Argos. Yeah, Argos. Argos mm. was uh, Thursday was my last shift, mm-hmm. um, which was quite funny because our IT system failed. So we had did to they, close the store. Did hey, they do anything? I got given a bottle of Southern Comfort and a card, so can't argue with that. And that was that was just by one manager. Everyone else didn't bother. Yay! So, yeah, but whiskey. Yeah, pretty much. So I have a tendency when I leave a job not to tell people. Well, you kind of have to hand in, in your notice. And at that ah, point, yeah, but I say, pro- I'm giving you my notice. Yeah, but I words, haven't told anyone else. Words for us, like, wildfire, and no, you can try doing that. Yeah, but I can trace who's, who's giving it away, then. Very true. <laughs> and I did, and therefore I then gave up, and then everyone knew by the day I was leaving. Ah, fair dues. But yeah, so, you know, new avenues to explore, more money coming mm-hmm. in, which would be good. Is um, it, what is it? Is it IT? IT security. It IT. Okay. Yeah, which should be interesting nonetheless. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so other than that, just been having a chilled week and preparing for FFTCG tournaments because I'm doing one every weekend for the next three mm. weekends. Yay. So, anyway, new job. I, I was wondering when you were going to finish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so loads of card tournaments. Um, yeah. Looking to revive a thing that died last year called the Crystal Cup. Mm-hmm. So keep your eyes out for that. Um, actually being in contact with Square Enix. <laughs> it will come from the ashes just like the phoenix it was born to be. Um, but yeah, so that'll be roughly in April. Keep your eyes and ears out for that. Um, being be in contact with Square Enix and the guys at Asmodee who are going to help support us this time. Mm-hmm. So we should be able to get off the ground running much better than we did last time. Yeah. But yeah, so that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Just lots of tournaments coming up, getting involved in lots of other bits and pieces on weekends. Mm-hmm. Now I've got them back and mm-hmm. hopefully start playing Dissidia at the end of the month. Yay. Any news on the ladies' front? No, not been trying for that. Too busy. Okay. Got got priorities, got cards. So, uh, who, who's, who should go next? Well, we've kind of gone this way around. Wow, well, yeah. Let's do you next then. Okay, what have I done this week? <laughs> the same as last time, as I couldn't think of anything that I'd done. Um, I tried playing Opera Omnia. It's all right. <laughs> didn't I? Didn't um, not your cup of tea, is it, Mark? I was saying to John earlier. It doesn't. It, there's not much of a game there to play. It, I've been playing Crossy Road a lot, and that's way more fun. <laughs> <laughs> it is, and that's that's a gacha yeah, game can, as well. You, you can, can get ripped off, but if you've got Crossy Road and Disney Crossy Road, you can bounce between the two. It's like Candy Crush. If you've got all three Candy Crushes, you'll never run out of game to play. <laughs> oh, God. And you never have to pay. But I don't play them anymore because I've got. 
Crossy Road now. My wife bought me a fidget spinner. Woo! Welcome yeah. to 2016. Yeah. Hip with the kids, yeah. son. Oh, no, I can't take it to school. Uh, I, I did so take you ban- it to school. As, as a school band fidget <laughs> They're banned at school, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm yeah, not they surprised. They, they were very useful to start with, like those um, fidget, fidget cubes. cubes. But yeah. unfortunately, all the kids who don't need them wanted them, and they became a fashion item, and everyone got distracted. So I was like, no. Yeah. You've spoiled it. Um, spoiled it for yourselves. Catherine's got interested in prepping recently. Prepping for... Uh, the apocalypse or a power cut or any major disaster <laughs> yeah she's just got really interested in it recently and I, I was saying to the chaps earlier I, I have asked her a couple of times if it's a symptom of something but no she's just interested in it she thinks it's cool so like, alright well, do I get to buy a knife yep <laughs> so, uh, what else does a man need yeah um, I did look up the legality of owning a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can, I can own a shotgun or a tutu as long as I have a license, a reason to own it, i.e. I'm a member of a shooting range club and a gun safe. So, uh, But that's fairly low down on the list. It's more like food. And Didn't you go to the, the record thing you were telling me about earlier? Oh, I did, well, I stopped. I was getting bored. Catherine was in the works shopping, buying... Every time I go in there, she'll buy some stuff. Just stuff. Nice, nice stationery and cheap stuff. So I went across the road. Went in sex, I, I, which isn't CEX, apparently. It's sex, according to the advert. Well, the, the advert actually says sex. Yeah, I was, and I it whispers it CEX. in a sexy yeah. way as well. But um, yeah, I went in there, but <clears throat> I don't need any more video games I'm never going to finish, so I didn't buy anything there. But in the record shop next door, I bought Billy Joel's Innocent Man LP. Sing us a song, you're the piano. I know it's no, no, it's not that one. It's the it's one not. that's got... Uh, Longest Time, um, Christy Lee, good album. And I bought uh, Fairport Conventions, I think it's their 25th anniversary album, which is very good. And I bought Heavy Rock Spectacular by Bram Stoker. So I'm looking forward to giving them a spin when I get it. Yeah. And that's about it. Uh, Andy, how's yeah. your week been? It's been pretty good. Uh, we took the, uh, took the wife to Cardiff as a second honeymoon, really. Mm-hmm. Went away for a couple of days. Honestly, we didn't do anything that you wouldn't have done uh, in Portsmouth. But it's the same. It's the same <laughs> shops. It's you know the same thing. But sometimes it's just getting away from. Yes, yeah. I hate Portsmouth for the passion. I absolutely hate this place. So getting out of it and seeing something <laughs> a little bit different. You can't say that. Oh, I absolutely can. Portsmouth, <laughs> Portsmouth is a shithole. Is it? If you're not a student, this place is dead to you. I suppose. Yeah, but I suppose yeah, because you're what 25, aren't you? So yeah, it might not be. I also come from. I mean, it's no Bristol. I also come from obviously. like a a city which has the population of a small town. Dunfermline, oh. up in up in, Sc- up in Scotland, I've lived oh. in very small like rural areas. And then when I was at the boarding school, there was only there was only two hundred people in the entire school, but the village was only about a thousand hundred people. Yeah, it's very small. So yeah. I've ne- I don't like living in cities. I really okay. don't like it. There's no personality. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. No. <laughs> so it's it's not because it's Portsmouth. It's because it's a city. it's a it's a city, but yeah. also the fact that I've lived here. Long it's enough. a very compressed city. It's as well. Yeah. Get close to the ocean. Yeah, Cardiff. Cardiff is lovely, actually. Yeah. And we also went to Barry <laughs> Island because I, me and Lacey are big fans of Gavin and Stacey, and that's where they film a lot of their of their stuff. Has that got James Corden? Yes. Mm-hmm. So we went. Fuck, we went there. Fuck James Corden. Really? Put him on the Phil Collins list. <laughs> No, we. Oh, oh, is Phil Collins still alive? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Richard found a website. Yeah. 
Not, it's not it'sforcolonsalive.com no, no. <laughs> no it's not it's, it's, it's deadoraliveinfo.org can you set up an if this then that to send you a message that when, if, if Phil Collins dies text yeah. me yeah. <laughs> that'd be great you're in the middle of work and you get a text oh Phil Collins is yeah what well, <laughs> famous singer died so, anyway, yeah. so we went to went to, went to the Cardiff. country to whichever, whichever country Cardiff is in went to Wales Wales Wales, Wales. and we um we were we stayed next to the um, the Cardiff Millennium Stadium, which is where today the Six Nations started, which I'm very happy for, yeah. and then very unhappy because Scotland got destroyed uh, by Wales. By Wales, <laughs> I've also been playing a lot of Opera Omnia. O- opera yeah. Omnia. Opera Omnia. Let's put it. I'm just going to translate that. You carry on. It's very very entertaining game. Very. It's considering how different Decidia NT is to Decidia and Duo and Deckham. It's nice to have a game that goes back to the whole like turn base kind of games I yeah. think that's where Final Fantasy was its strongest was the turn-based combat and a lot of people have been obviously complaining about the remake and games going in the future with there not being turn-based combat but then by the looks of it they're mm. trying to please their audience with the mobile phone games which they are turn-based combat but I think I, with the 7 remake I think they should be going to turn-based combat because that's what made the game yeah but then, but then, you know, how do you keep a modern? How do you keep the modern age interested in turn-based combat? It's not just that, but it's it's one, one comment that I always go back to whenever someone mentions that is the developers don't want to rehash the same stuff they've done before. They want to mm. try something new. They want to yeah. do something different. And it won't work different. for them because no. fanboys of seven, uh, they have it has to be done that way. And it I'm guilty. To... I'm not going to lie. I'm yeah. guilty of being a fanboy no, myself. I, I, say, but... I, 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 I don't <laughs> enjoy Final Fantasy VII very yeah. much as well. But I think that the beauty of it is the way it was mm. so to make something completely new I think people don't want that they're yeah. just kidding themselves into thinking they do I, yeah. I, I feel that if Final Fantasy 7 is still going to exist yeah the remake is not going to instantly gonna replace <laughs> every single version. copy of Final Fantasy 7 we said that about uh, Star Wars and you can't get uh, officially a decent copy of Star Wars Empire or Jedi these days Says you. What do you mean? You can get the Blu-ray versions. <laughs> no, you can get you can get the the ones that have been changed multiple times. Oh, it's like uh, the original. Oh, the original, ones. original. A nicely a nice print of the originals is impossible. You you can't. You I have them on officially. Um, I have them on video, back in the nineties mm. when they did the. Oh, the nineteen ninety-seven one. Yes, when they the gold or silver. The, yes, yeah, that's that. it. Yeah. yeah, beautiful. But yeah, um, Latin opera omnia yeah. translated Latin. from the Latin the works Decidia nt the works. All right. Okay. I suppose that and it, that's been verified by the translate community, apparently. So maybe it's like the word every, everyone, the whole, all the heroes coming together. That's what that's, the city is. That's that's always been what yeah, the city is. But maybe there. that's opera omnia sounds fancy, but really just means the same. <laughs> it's just describing what the city is. I don't know. There. Hey, Richard, how was your week? Yeah. Yeah, not bad. Another, Work. Another stack of games. Oh, the city. They've gone. But yeah, I've moved them. Oh. Decidia helped my friend move house. Oh. That took a while. He's moving Swell house. guy. Yeah, my friend. This one, my friend Chris. Oh. He's very secretive. You don't know him. <laughs> I don't know. Never will. Probably, probably, <laughs> probably not. No. Okay. Yeah. I, I hate moving house. Oh, horrible. Yeah. Horrible yeah. job. It's fine. I made lasagna. Sweet, sweet, sweet lasagna. Yeah, I love lasagna. I also love lasagna. I didn't make lasagna. My mum made lasagna. Shout outs to my mum who doesn't listen to this. Uh, So you you traded in. I traded in all of my 360 games, games. except for one which belongs to Alex that I remembered not to trade in because it wasn't mine. I'm assuming you kept all the Final Fantasy games. No, because I have them all on PS3 now. Oh, you don't want PlayStation? Final Fantasy on Xbox was it? Yeah, 13, 13, 13, 32, 33. Okay. 
Great, great games. Well, let's hear because we all discussed our thoughts on the game. Yes. Last week. Let's this is a what. good segue. Well done, Mark. Yeah, Don't touch you. my knee, John. Thank oh, you. Hello. <laughs> Sorry. That's what you were kitten then. <laughs> You said like saying hello to a little animal. It was your own foot you were saying hello to. Yes. Wow. Anyway, what did you think of Final Fantasy 1? You, did you play it recently or was this just your memories? This is my memories of it. Um, just kind of a general recap. Which version did you play? Sorry? Mm. Which version did you play? Um, this would have been back on PlayStation 1. The Origins. So, version. yeah. Yeah, would have been Origins, actually. Well, so, this is the only version that we didn't have. Very, ah. very, very slight, slight thing. We were in sex in uh, Cardiff. And they actually had a copy of Origins for twenty pounds. I'm yeah. gutted I didn't buy it. They don't. They, they call it shagging over there. They don't shagging. <laughs> yeah. One theory which I, I really love about the concept of the game, and you don't really sort of understand it until the end, is mm. the idea of that it was written um, in the way of a fairy tale. Whenever a, any of the like non-playable characters mention you, mm. and then the idea of they're actually mentioning the person playing the game, not the people in the game. It is sort of, yeah. If you take it on that concept, okay. then, and, and the idea of that in, in a fairy tale, all these wonderful, wonderful things can happen, but there is a happily ever after. Yeah. And this one being, you know, you've broken this infinite timeline, and therefore now you can now live in peace. I kind of got the hang of the timeline bit by the end of last mm. the last episode, but I wasn't entirely sure. But yeah, the... Yeah. The idea that you'd this would be going on forever. Yeah. But this time you've done things in a different order or something. I think Rich said didn't yeah. you? Yeah, you'd, you'd killed the fiends the first. Yeah, you killed the fiends first, yeah. and that severs the time loop because suddenly Garland can't resurrect himself. And the, the final him. monologue refers to the, the player, doesn't it? Yes. As well. I'm stuck. So, you are the one who. Yeah. <laughs> you. you are the warrior. Of you convert. So how did you yeah. find the game, though? How did you did you enjoy? It? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Based based on memory, to be honest, like yeah. it was. It's one of the things that that's sort of knocked me back a bit. Is my first Final Fantasy was Final Fantasy VII, like most other people. So then, when you go and play some of the predecessors in terms of when it was originated, you have mm. to sort of take the idea of a pinch of salt that things are going to be simpler, the mechanics are going to be simpler, um, there's going to be less things that you can mess around with, and it's you know it's you know it's very very story driven um, because that's all developers could do back then. Mm. Um, but the story, well. I think we discussed it was quite waffer thin. Waffer thin, yeah. yeah. That's, the, that's the phrase. Yeah, yeah. There, there, yeah there, there wasn't much depth to the story, um, to be fair. But at the same time, you know, it's you know, it's one of the first games that they released. No, because they didn't release this one over here in the West first, did they? It was no. a different it was one. one. It was, it, no, one NES. The NES version of one was the very first Final Fantasy to come out in the West. Yeah, that um, was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 It skipped from. Th- then they skipped straight to R four now. Yeah, right. And then, yeah, so... But Europe didn't get any of them until 7, right? I don't think so. Mm. That seems to be the information mm. that I've got from yeah. searching it. Is that the... Yeah, the first European Final Fantasy was 7. Mm. So... Yeah, but then going forward, like, you know, we mentioned The Fiends previously. Like, I do love the fact that they are so different from each other. Mm. And the, the, the cre- you know, you d- in a 2D pixel world, you don't have that much creativity until oh, you really break it God, down. You, you would love cracking and lich. <laughs> oh, some... He was cracking one out. Beautiful sprites. I really, I yeah, I was really impressed with those two. But uh, but yeah, and then going forward, you know what they've done graphically and and to improve them in further editions that have come out since then, mm. and on some of the card artwork, it looks fantastic. Mm. Um, they've obviously developed their ideas from there, and it's again really good stable game. I was trying to put myself in the mindset of someone who bought it in 1987. I suppose yeah. the story would have seemed seemed less thin because you would like you mentioned it being like a fairy tale, and back yeah. then it would have been quite an epic quest. Whereas probably to us it felt quite 
small the world, even though there's it, does, to it do. doesn't help that we we have stories nowadays that are so you know grand. We're, yes, used, to, yeah. we're used to games having forty plus hours of gameplay in yeah. a massive open world. But this one would have done easily for me had I had no guide. If, had I hadn't, if we didn't have you telling us where we needed to go. Yeah. And now I think I'm too sophisticated to be able to sit there and enjoy it. Whereas back in '97, it's, it's like you say, it's like a fairy tale. It's you just discover stuff, and you, the story sort of unwinds at, at the pace at which you find it, rather than you being on some linear track mm. and you have to go and hunt things down. And you might spend a few days just wandering back and forth, like, yeah, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like the fairy thing. Exactly. That would, have, that would have taken me weeks if I'd ever bothered. So maybe it. Yeah, back then it would have felt more like a big epic tale than it did to us. Not only just that, back then you would have had to read the text and remember it. Yeah. Because there was no internet you could quickly look this up on. There was no guide unless you brought the guide with it. Um, Whereas now, you know, you get... They didn't have strategy guides back then. (laughs) They've all been in Nintendo Power. Oh, yeah, 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 that's the mag, isn't it? Um, But yeah, so, you know, and but now when you play some Final Fantasy games or some parts of some Final Fantasy games, it kind of railroads you to where Mm. you need to go. For example, Final Fantasy XIII, it's really, really linear and you know exactly what's going on, you know exactly where you need to go. Whereas in Final Fantasy I, if you don't pay attention, you could easily lose your way. Yeah, well, unless you remember to go and speak to the dancer. Which we didn't do or, hardly ever again. No. Or to Final Fantasy 2, which is the ultimate in non-linearity. Yeah. yeah. Although you will get murdered. <laughs> yeah, get yeah, I look forward to that. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> no, you might. <laughs> Isn't, if, if I remember Final Fantasy 2 correctly, it's very brutal at the beginning. Yes. And, the, and, and, and being able to go. heal and resurrect characters is a nightmare. Yes. At the beginning, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Spoilers. So is it worth... I'm seeing, when you said I won't, have you just been grinding for the yeah. last week and a half? Yeah. What I'm, level are you a guy? Uh, there are no levels in Final Fantasy. Oh, God, yes, you said, didn't you? That's, yeah. why we're getting, that's why I've asked Richard to do a primer on it. Because that's the some, average uh, HP. Uh, not in terms of HP, but every ability you can buy and every weapon and is, that level? is three of them because that's the maximum you can get because I did some searching the enemies that you fight will not yeah. give you enough experience at yeah. a certain point that's so fine every single so spell, you're just being crazy every single spell every single weapon you're just and insane that's that's <laughs> shield is all at the maximum is this like just moment. sitting in front of the TV tapping the screen on the pretty iPad. much yeah. and yeah. Andy's insane is that, what's going I, love, I like grinding I, I love grinding games <laughs> like this Okay, so should we segue to... Speaking oh no, of on. Andy grinding... Hang on, yeah. <laughs> Let's grind on me. Some, some shrine Relax business. <laughs> we were going to talk about Cronodia, but you've decided that just seems too much of a grind, I think. Yeah, I did, I did it I did it once. Which version yeah. of her did you fight? Um, the one that was first on the guide. So the Whitley one. The, the basic version. Okay. The one where she wasn't buffed by anybody. Okay. okay. So... So you're pretty easy then. Yeah, it, I I didn't make notes, so I don't remember like That's the steps fine. I did to do it. But you have to do certain things in certain orders, yeah. and you have to lose in certain orders, and yeah, things like that, in order to unlock version one of her. And then you do the same thing, but you change one of the decisions to unlock mm. the second version, and things like that. There was a guide that told you how to do it very basic, but it just seemed. Uh, you say file will always be there in a few years. Yeah, time, you go, oh, uh, boys, I finally maybe, maybe I'll go back to it. Yeah. Maybe I will do it just to just say that I've done it, but. Yeah. It wasn't. I didn't think it was going to be worth. If she all it. you need to do to finish the best story. Yeah, you'll do it at some point. Yeah, I, I will. Uh, just a completionist alone. I didn't but... back to check the best story, did I? Yeah. I know you were hundred percenting it at one point. Well, I and just then you kind of stopped. I did. Well, I, I forgot. 
But I, there's one thing I definitely didn't hit. Is it the war machine or something? Yeah, you didn't hit the war machine. On the long, on that yeah. little yeah. bridge. So Which I'm you sure. could either be there for 10 minutes or you could be there for hours. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I'm unlikely to power FF1 up again. Leave it's me- done. Fair enough. Leave the memories alone. Leave it in the past. So, Leave Hellfire Chasm, very, very quickly, because you didn't make notes on that one. The Hellfire Chasm, from what I can remember, there was nothing that stood out as something you needed to do. It was always just a case of walk around until you find the door. Mm. Uh, and on floor 10, you either fight Skarmig... That's floor 5, you fight Skarmig... That's or... floor 5 and floor 10, yeah. On floor 5, you either fight Skarmig Leon or... Cagnazzo. Uh, and then floor 10, you can choose to fight Barbariccia or Rubicanti. There's a choice each time. Yeah, and so you have to do it. You have to go through it a minimum twice in order right. to... In order to fight everyone, so mm-hmm. do you um, need to fight everyone? Are there pickups and stuff, or well, if, if you want to complete the best, you'd oh, have for the to best fight all again. and they each have a unique drop. I think yes, uh, Rubicantes was incredible. That that got me through most of the game because I got his Is it the Kikamonji. Yes, I got yes. I got he drops a sword when he beat him, and I got that quite early on, and that allowed me to steamroll through the game. That's why that's why I think I never really had a problem because I was. I was always very highly leveled, but I also had incredible equipment that you should not have at this point. These, these are guys from a later game, aren't this they? This is yeah, from four, Fantasy IV. Sort of these thinking, are the arch fiends. They're not one of the fiends. They're not one of the four fiends. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're they arch are the, fiends. They are four arch fiends, but they yeah. are not the four fiends. No, they're no. I, slightly I, I different. suddenly got worried that I'd missed something out massively in the game. But no, yeah, no, no. The, the remake dungeons include bosses from later Final Fantasies mm. as a callback slash call forward. Sky McLeon was pretty cool mm. because you fight... The first fight is... It's almost like an old man with a cloak over him. That's that's what his sprite always looks like. Sort of, he's like a bit decrepit, a bit yeah. like um, loathes I am to reference the prequels, but General Grievous. Yes, sort of, yeah, uh, he's got like a cloak on him, and yeah. he's covered his head. You fight him the first time; he kind of dies, and then he comes back as a monstrous kind of thing. Yeah. So you fight Cagnado twice, and that's you know, and that's what the card does. It's mm. all about resurrection for yeah. him, kind of thing. Um, <laughs> so he's cool. Cagnazzo is pretty fun because he just does a lot of water attacks. As and he hides in his shell. Does yeah. he hide in his shell? Yeah. Uh, if he did, I didn't. Oh, I didn't get a chance to. Maybe <laughs> I murdered him. <laughs> I, him. I thought I, I remember commenting on Barbariccia because I thought she was gorgeous. Sixteen bits. No, I, I, I've, I've think got of the, the nice bits. Do we? I've got the nice looking thing, but on on the card, especially the rare one, she's got grey skin. But in, I thought she was. That's just lighting. Though, I thought she it? was off coloured, but no, she's yeah. human. She's basically human form. Yeah. So mm-hmm. very, very attractive. She's quite fun. And then Rubicante is Pretty the more the cha- the challenging of the four. Yeah. He 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 hits very oh, very hard. Mm. But I like Rubicante. So yeah, no, I the, the the design concept of him and everything's great, but he is a difficult boss to deal with. In in. Uh, Five has he won in the dungeon. He has the same sp- artwork as the hero version, so he's got like a cloak kind of pulled around him. Yes, he, he looks very, he looks very like dramatic. African prince to me. Yes, he have looks very dramatic. Yeah, John, have you have you done after years? No, that's one I haven't touched. Okay, so we are doing after years. It's so awesome. post four one. Yeah, it's the yeah. sort of sequel to four. There's the bone. There's the bonus fight Ooh. with Rubicante in after oh. years where you have to solo him one on one with Edge. Oh come on! You, you literally you fight you fight him in the final dungeon. Yeah. And you, you have to make a choice of like, do this as the party or get let Edge have his revenge, and you solo him one on one with Edge. Okay, fair it's enough. Really cool. I, I I give them that, but at the same time, I thought playing games was supposed to be fun. Oh no, he, he's <laughs> he's not impossible. Like fair. I've done him. So going on to the, the final two, and I've got quite extensive notes on this. I mm-hmm. get confused <laughs> as to what order I should have done them in, because Richard told me that the. That the Lifespring Grotto was the hardest of them, right. but everyone online said that the Whispering Cove was actually the more difficult one. No, because I did the Whispering Cove first. The Lifespring Grotto was incredibly easy. Ah. 
I but struggled. Omega and Shinryu were not as difficult as I thought they were. They were oh, okay. they just required different like battle plans. Okay, but so we'll, we'll do the Whispering Cove because I did that one first. Mm-hmm. This enough. is the one from five, six, six. Whis- Whispering six. Cove is six. Yes, yes. sorry, Life Spring. Life Spring is five. Yeah. Um, so every there are forty flaws in this one, and they are all random apart yeah. from. 10, 20, 30, and 40, where you fight a mandatory boss on each of them. Are they quite small? Because that could take forever. No, no, some of them are huge. It took... I didn't time it, but it... it, I used a map, to be honest. No, no, fair enough. It it was was so big that a lot of the time you you could wander around for hours and not really find it. Not literally hours, but, you know, in a generalisation. But there are, in between all of the floors... Most of them are just, you know, you start on a map and you find the exit and you yeah. fight random encounters in the middle. Some of them there are challenges based in it. Uh, and so I've, I'll just, I've written them down in the order that I did them, but they could appear, yeah, they're you random. know, they could do one or they could do 39 kind of thing like that. Ooh. So um, the first one I had was um, there, you went to a village and it's full of fairies. This, and is, it, this isn't what I imagined at all. So you're, you're, this is one of the floors. This is one, yeah. This is one of the floors. So some of them are just like dungeons. Yeah, you know, like I, you I'm walk, imagining you like it's live spring. So I'm imagining sort of maybe a bit green and some water, but basically no. They they just take the form uh, of stone. dungeons. They just take the form of dungeons. Some because there are some. No, no. This this floor is. Yeah. But like every other floor is just a, a randomly generated dungeon oh, of some sort. Oh, okay. You could. There is one floor. You're in the ice cavern. Oh. But you're in the okay. Whispering Cove. Yeah. So it's like it, it just takes gen, like oh. randomly kind of generated stuff. Uh, this one is a. There's a lot of fairies walking around, and if you talk to them, they'll either heal your HP, heal your MP, or they'll take HP or MP off you. So you you can walk around talking to them, and you can either heal yourself up to full, or you can really screw yourself over for the next couple of floors. Yeah. So Russian roulette for you. Pretty much, pretty much, and they all they all are randomised to what they'll do as well. So you uh, couldn't even use a guide to say this one's going to be the healer, this one's going to be the you know the subtractor. It's and not stuff worth like bothering with them. Is so it? But no one counters in that one. It's quite nice. But it's not worth speaking to. It's like picking up pills in, in Binding of Isaac. Just not worth bothering. You could you could you you, you could just walk through it and find yeah. the exit, and yeah. it wouldn't impact anything. And because there's no encounters, it's actually quite a nice quick one for. Yeah, this tells me Mark is not a gambling man. <laughs> no, not at all. I've um, I never I've never got the bug for that. Never enjoyed it. But the first boss fight yeah. is yeah. Um, floor ten against Typhon, who is mm. a weird like cloud looking pink purple purple with a face on its butt. Yeah, and he does a couple like rounds of physical attacks, and he also does snort, which is where he blows like a gust of wind at you, and it's an instant kill, regardless if you've got. Protect rings and ribbons and things like that. Really? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it hurts. Because it's actually meant to be eject. It actually re- in, no eject in, in six, one. it removes you from the game. Yeah. Because yeah. I was going to say snort, because the nightmares did snort, like farted on you, but that didn't. Yeah, yeah whereas this is a different version. It's not. Ah. This, the, the action Snort-tug. is he blows like a giant bit of gust of wind at you, your character flies off the screen right. and then lands back on it. But in six, your character goes. Right, right. And you don't, you don't gain access to them, so. So is, is it timed? Is he, have you got a certain number of turns before no. he snorts? It's a, ran, it's a random thing. So you could randomly just start the thing, he gets initiative and kills you. And he does snort in the first turn and he uh, takes out one of your party member instantly. I, I think it's only one party member at a time. It, yeah, it doesn't, oh, it's not, okay. it's not, it's not, it doesn't hit yeah. multi-targets, but... Yeah, yeah, he can't kill everyone. But yeah. he, if he hits someone and takes it out, it's an instant kill. If it hits. Yeah. It, does, it, does, it can also miss. So uh, I've got floor 13. There are two robots... There's one red and there's one grey one. Mm. He talks to the red one. He says that he's looking for parts for his friend. And the grey one is deactivated. All around the map, there are pieces of robots buried in the ground. And if you talk to them, 
you can either get nothing mm. or you get a small robot part from them. Okay. There are three parts you need to find. You need to find his arms and then one of his legs or something. Take it back to the grey robot, talk mm. to him, you give him the pieces and he activates and opens the door for you. So oh, cool. that, that one, once again, you just have to talk to all the robots that are on the floor. Yeah. Some of them, one of them will give you one one piece and then you could you could find ten of them that don't and mm. then the one in the corner does and so that, that's all randomly generated. So the sec- that's, that's like the second fetch quest because the other one was that sprawling one when you had to go it was Matoya yeah and hmm. the prince Flash cave to the to our star to Matoya to the yeah, prince did, did little, to Corneria to the dwarves this, yeah okay yeah. Well, so, yeah, so talk, talk to the robots eventually they give you parts give it to the robot and he'll open up the door for you mm-hmm. awesome the next floor I went to was probably one of the best ones it has a village with an inn so you can heal it costs a thousand gil to heal your stuff but it heals you to full but the best part is there are red black and white wizards walking around right. and each of them will sell you level one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, or 8 equipment uh, spells sorry <laughs> so if you don't have certain abilities yeah. if you talk to everybody by the time you leave that place you will have all of the spells that you can equip still at full price though yeah, yeah of course they don't, they don't change the price So, but it's if you're a little bit underleveled you don't have the right spells mm. it's a good place to go if you are looking for them but because you're taking on the bonus dungeons most of the time you have the spells it's, anyway it seems such a shame that all the, you get all the good stuff right at the end it did, and you you barely need it. It did help because game, it allowed I, I could buy stuff from my knight and my ninja hmm. that I hadn't gone back to. You know, I hadn't gone back to Cornelia and bought level one spells for the guys. No, so you know, giving them a little bit of a buff. Kind of like filler shops, really, more than anything. Mm-hmm. So. Oh yeah, so uh, floor fifteen was a fight against spirits. So there are like kind of purpley icons that are walking around and if you talk to them they'll all bemoan that they shouldn't be here but then they'll disappear okay. some of them will, will force you into encounters against random random enemies but one of them you fight against Astos you remember that guy King Astos yes the king of the elves yes yeah. you banished him to this re- this is basically Limbo what was his what was his story again I've forgotten he uh, put the, the prince in... of Elfland to sleep Elfheim to sleep didn't he lock something away? Nick the, cra- nick the crown and put it in the marsh cave. That's it, and yeah. he brought it back yeah. to him. And he had Matoya's crystal eye on him. Yeah. So once you kill him, yeah. he this is Limbo. So oh, when you talk he to the, him, was he in that, that, that cobwebby castle? Yes. Yeah, that's the one. You, you talk to him and he gets angry. He recognizes you and he goes, Oh, I can't believe you're back here again. But he's the exact same level as he was when he fought him the first oh. time. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you, can, you, you you lightly breathe at yeah. him and he and he dies. Uh, when spoken to, uh, the curse of Astos will remain to your last day. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then there's another encounter against a vampire. From the Earth Cave. From the Earth Cave. The, 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 the boss fight the against a vampire. The specific vampire that you fought before we fought Lich. I can't remember. And when you kill him, he says... <laughs> My memory is shot, And he says, mate. forgive me, Lich, and yeah. dies. So it's quite a nice little callback to that. Uh, you have to talk to all of the char- all the souls in order to open up the door for that. Uh, that that's, that's very self-explanatory. Um, you have a hide and seek level, which was my floor sixteen, where you start in a in a house, uh-huh. and there's a kid next to you, and he says that he's playing hide and seek with his friends. Right. If you leave the house, you go into this weird tunnel of like you're in a castle, and every time you go through a door, it takes you to a, se- a different part of the castle. Oh. So like the what was the dungeon Ten where the maze, the set down yes. trials. Yes. So oh, yeah, if you yeah, go to each yeah. door, it'll take you to a random bit. And there are a bunch of kids around, but you have to find the black-haired kid. Once you find him, he opens up the door for you. Mm-hmm. That once again, no encounters. It's just it's just walking around until you find a kid with black hair. But as soon as you do spot him, he's very easy to, to talk to. So. Mm-hmm. Um, nice change of pace. Yes, floor seventeen was a bitch. This is <laughs> this is a dwarven cave. Oh, I love it. So you there are dwarves all around. Okay, speaking in that weird. Yep, Scottish and they also get in the Scottish dwarf. version. Yeah. But each dwarf wants an item. Okay. 
So once you talk to all of them, eventually one of them gives you an item and you have to remember which one needs him. Once you give it to him, he'll give you the item that another dwarf needs and you do that seven or eight or nine times Uh, until they open up the door for you. That was was quite fun, but it was annoying because Mm. there was no... They all each sprite is the exact same. So you go, oh, uh, the guy needed the anchor. Was he in the top left or was he in the uh, middle? So you have to talk to everybody to give you everything. <laughs> and and if they aren't the one that that wants the item, they'll just say, I don't want this. Yeah. It's like, oh, cool. No, all no right, then. For you. Fine. It's Resident Evil, the dungeon floor. Yeah. And the final dwarf gives you a ruby, uh-huh. which you give to Titan. He eats it and walks out the way. Uh-huh. So just like in the uh, in the giants. Call back. Yeah. So in the giants was game. that Golem the other one, or was it was it Titan as well? It was Titan as well. It was Titan. Titan. Yeah, because yeah. he had the perfect booty. He did. Yeah. Yeah. He had that, that rock hard plastic had, ass. He had dead ass. Yeah. Like, this, he does in every now, version. Was this fun or this this this, this dungeon this this forty level or was it just artificially very long? It sounds a bit like a maze level. Like it, it's not a maze, but it sounds a bit like. Was it, was it worth it? <laughs> well, did did the programmers, did the game designers had to labour very long on making this to extend the game so much? The the ones that you have to do something specific in are yeah. really, really long-winded. Mm. The ones that you just walk around, you just find the exit. Yeah. There's okay. no thought into it. So, um, so floor 20, your next boss fight is against Ultros this time. He's a tentacle... Squid. I want an Ultros card. Oh, the, so is he from bad. Six speaking as well? Of, speaking of Ultros, there's yeah, one thing which six. someone had um, custom made, and it was like a, a thing on TV. It's basically Ultros the Octopus, yeah. and the five knives that were put into it were custom made different Final Fantasy protagonist weapons. Oh. So there was so Titus's Keyblade, the Buster Sword, and this is like a one of a kind piece that was mm. made for this just massive fan. And I was like, I want this so badly, like just. So not this. a knife block. Yeah, it's a knife block with like different kitchen knives, and <laughs> the kitchen knives are the different swords from like five of the main <laughs> protagonists. Awesome. That's awesome. So he's yeah. a he's a squid tentacle thing. Yeah. He's an octopus, but yeah. he's a comical one. Oh, oh god. He has yeah. in the game. He has some very funny moments. Okay. So he he tries to tell jokes and kind of chastise you as you fight him. Uh, he does. He tries to ink you. Which is meant to cause blind, but it yeah. misses all the time. Oh, okay. Uh, not, not a hard fight, and he drops the rune stuff, which is quite good for your wizards. Yeah, we didn't get that till quite late on, did we? That was in the, that was in the final dungeon. The final dungeon, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> uh, 25 has an inn. You could sleep there for, for cheap, and it also had a shop with um, items and a couple of like swords or, or shields and things like that. Mm-hmm. Nothing that was great at at the point but no. helpful if you wanted additional equipment mm-hmm. uh, and I've put this one in, in capital letters 29 has beavers <laughs> uh, there is a there is a man you, you're in a single single room uh-huh. you walk up and there's a dude at the top and he goes oh my beavers have gone missing I need so many in the left pen and so many in the right pen once you talk to him hundreds of beavers turn up in, in the room you go to talk to a beaver and it tells you you can send it left or right mm. it's a memory game uh-huh. so he'll say I want seven in the left and two in the right you need to put two in the right one and seven in the left one and then you mm. go back and talk to him and he goes you've got it right and opens up the door okay so it's just the little animal beavers are running around and there's loads of them <laughs> nice beaver thanks I just <laughs> look at stuffed. his happy little face the man face. will say how many on the left and the right and you put that amount of beavers in each section and when he talks to him he goes if I have any more beaver trouble you'll be the first to know <laughs> <laughs> we've all been there mate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. floor 30 is the next is our next boss fight but you start off in a zombie village. So Ooh. everyone has got like grey skin, they all look like zombies. Cool. Uh, talk to someone and they say, please help us vanquish the monster by the bridge. 
It's a boss fight against the Phantom Train. Yay! The train? Yes. The Phantom Train. Oh, I love the train. There's no suplexing. Oh, you, no, no. no. You don't have the ability to do that. <laughs> there is but no this, suplexing in this one. The, fan, the Phantom Train is... The, is it 6 as well? Yeah. yeah. All, the, takes... all the bosses in the Wizard yeah, Cover are based I on Final Fantasy 6. You told me about Super X in your train. I assume that was from a later game. Wasn't no, it's Final Fantasy 6. It's coming out in 14. That's why we mentioned it. Like the train, the oh, Phantom right, train right, is coming. Right, right. But in 6, it's, it's, it's... The suplex doesn't happen in 6. It happens in 14. Oh, no, it happens in 6. You can suplex a train in Final Fantasy 6. Wow. But he ferries the souls into the afterlife. My client, Brock Sabin. Okay. <laughs> Suplex City on the yeah. Phantom Chain. Uh, he only uses a, a acid rain, uh-huh. but it hits your entire party, and it does about 250 to 300 damage each. So you've got to do frequent healing mm-hmm. with, with offensive attacks. Um, when you kill him, you get the text that says, From some source unseen, the scent of flowers is carried to you on the oh. breeze. You go outside oh. the room where you fight the train, uh-huh. and the zombie village has turned into a nice village. Oh. And all the souls are kind of at rest, and there's flowers everywhere and things like that. So are they dead? Yeah, there are dead people who are waiting to go on to the next life. Just oh. The afterlife. Just realising that, they pretty much rehashed that and used the same concept for World of Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. They did exactly the same thing, I've just remembered. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, floor 33 is like the spirit one from the previous one there's just a lot of people walking around and every time you talk to them you fight a random encounter once you kill them their souls freed nothing impro- uh, nothing difficult about that one mm-hmm. and then the final boss is against death gaze yep who must be one of the final bosses of six not really he's turns up in the second half of the game but he's actually an optional encounter he's a fucking bitch in this the one. name makes me think he's like evil eye no, he no. looks a lot different. No, because no. I'm thinking of Death Guys from Nine, which he's the second yeah. to last fight. He, he I mean, Death, Death Guys is based off of Death Gaze. Yes. Yeah, but uh, no, De- Death Gaze is a random encounter in the latter half of Final Fantasy VI. You beat it. You get Bahamut for beating him. So he, yeah, very. Don't very, worry, we'll be beating Death Gaze. In very Final difficult to fight. He has thirty thousand HP. Ooh. At this stage, he was the he has the most health of any fight you've had so far. Yeah. So you have to do a lot of specific like kind of attacks to to beat him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he casts a lot of death, and once again, it gets past your. Uh, protect rings and things like that. Oh, protect rings. <laughs> so, just just looking up a picture of Death Gaze to remind myself what it was, and yeah, looking at it, I, I remember what it was. What was it? Show show off picture. That yeah, Death it's Gaze. like a weird like nice vulture, but yeah. it's decaying yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, he looks like a. He reminds me of a sort of Castlevania force sprite. Actually, sort pretty of much. And upon killing him, yeah. you get the Lightbringer sword. Once you uh, beat Death Gaze, once you're at the, f- the end of the thing, you step onto a teleporter uh-huh. and you are taken mm-hmm. to a room. If you keep going straight up, mm-hmm. you'll exit the cave, you've done the thing. If you take a right turn, you'll go into another room where there's a chest with the ultimate weapon. Ah, yes, the, the, the better than the Matsumoto. The best, the, best, yeah. the best weapon in the game. There. The ultimate weapon in, in, in is a staple in every Final Fantasy where it's usually the it's the final weapon. It's the best oh, thing in the game. Oh, I see, I see, I see. The ultimate weapon. Oh, yeah. ultimate weapon is in, in, in the game as in the franchise. It's always... Yeah. Okay, it's always right. the best it's weapon It's always in the one of the best weapons. Yeah, like, Cloud's ultimate weapon is, you know, it's the best thing in the game. is in nine. Oh, is better I thought Cloud's was the Cloud Buster. That's the starter weapon. No, it's starting weapon. It doesn't stay with that then. No, no, no. Uh, he sh- he should do because of like you know history, but he doesn't because he's a heartless oh. fool. Oh, well, yeah. uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> I thought he was the good guy. He is. It- he's the fool. <laughs> he's just kind of an idiot. So that's the that's the Whispering Cove. 
Okay. Yeah, ends, yeah. ends pretty abruptly once you get that weapon. And because I got the... I think that's why they say you should do that one last, because the ultimate weapon makes the game so much easier after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's... Yeah. It's um, it's a weapon that it gains power the more health you have. Mm. So ah, if you stay at maximum yeah. health, mm. it does. You know, it's at its strongest, and that's why my later tactics involved equipping it on the knight, and then just have everybody making sure the knight was at full health all the time, because then he would do the most damage. It's almost the wrong way around that, because you you sort of you could see a strategy where you take a lot of damage and live on the edge, or into to Final do Fantasy more 10. damage in Final Fantasy X. Yeah. Oren, he his ultimate weapon. It's called the Masamoon, and it actually works in the opposite way. Yeah. The more health he loses, the stronger he becomes. And when he's at his last legs, he is the strongest. The sword becomes the strongest you can get. He's he's one of the his is one of the few ultimate weapons mm-hmm. where it actually works opposite. Most he's of the time, a, it's the more health you've got, the better like your becomes. Death's Shadow Magic: The Gathering type thing. The more hurt Death's you are, Shadow. the better yeah. you're gonna you're gonna do. So. I, th- I think it was in uh, I watched Summoning Salt's history of the Pokemon red and blue speedrun record oh lord oh yeah and um, one of the one of the tactics was to get down to a certain percentage of full health because then you have more percentage chance to hit that'll be fire red whatever yeah. criticals or whatever they yeah, are yeah. I don't know but yeah fire um, red activate torrent that sort of thing I don't know but yeah I know me Pokemans <laughs> <laughs> chin Pokemon cool Oh, oh. <laughs> I like shoe. <laughs> Gun. <laughs> uh, okay, and then final, the Life Spring Grotto. In the Grotto. His journey. Go on, Andy. Good My journey. journey. The child is born in the Grotto. In the Grotto. He <laughs> gets was born just the other day. Came into the world in the usual way. Okay, so okay. Life Spring Grotto. Uh, functions the exact same as as um, as the other ones, where there uh-huh. are random floors, and there are set certain floors in each random randomized list that you will have a specific thing to do. Mm. So just like just like the last one. So um, uh, floor two for me, you start off in a castle above the sky. So the Life Spring Grotto is is up in the clouds, right? Because it's where we fight Tiamat. Yes, it's, it's the uh, it's the air bit. Um, there are white squares that appear on the um, on the sky itself, but they disappear. Mm. So you can walk on them, and you can follow the path, but the path will disappear for a couple of seconds, and then it will come back. So you remember where it is, or yes, or you wait, just wait. or you okay. wait. And if you step on a wrong bit, it'll take you back to the start. So okay. pretty pretty easy to follow. It's just mm. you just take a giant square, you go all the way left, you go all the way right, straight up, straight left. But if you don't pay attention. Or if you get too too greedy by going, oh, I can move three squares. Mm. The actual thing is two squares because <laughs> then you have to go right for a couple. So it does instead of going straight up to your next bit, yeah. it might make you do a couple of like L's or zigs or stuff like okay. that, yeah, zig and zag. So um, yeah, pretty pretty easy. No encounters. That's great. Uh, floor four for me was you arrive in front of Bahamut, uh-huh. but this is evil Bahamut. Oh cool! Yeah, he was a nice he was a nice dragon king, wasn't he? He was, right. just, he was just king of dragons. Yeah, yeah. He's a this, nice dude. I'm one, thinking, what do you mean, evil Bahamut? Yeah, he was yeah. A big this guy. this one is they call it. It's it's called Dark Bahamut. Okay. When you talk to him, he challenges you to kill a certain amount of, dra- of dragons. 
and then dragon sprites appear all over the map. Are they evil dragons? Yes. That's if you right. go and talk to them, <laughs> it will be a random encounter with a random dragon. Well, because the little red dragons were all very friendly. Yeah, nice. whereas no, these ones aren't. Slaughtering the younglings. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And it will, um, so you might fight like a yellow dragon or you might fight a, a red dragon and he gives you a, you know, he says you have to kill five red dragons and two holy dragons. Right. But you could fight a rat, every talk to every dragon is random that's what encounter you'll get right so right. basically kill all the dragons and go back to him okay and he'll open up the path for you and he will give you he gave he gives you a warning at the end but i didn't write it down uh. he just says like you know are you ready for what comes next kind of thing careful now don't go being a twat now angle don't be gonna chat yeah. Uh, floor five. This is the first um, of the four boss battles. Right. You're in a mermaid village, so uh, you now go underwater. And they all talk about a stranger who's searching for a rare sword in the village. Each mermaid will send you to a different mermaid. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one of the mermaids will finally send you to, like, a lake. Mm-hmm. There's a chest and there's a sword hanging on the lake. So you go and talk to it. And um, the text ball comes up because I finally found it, the object of my search. A weapon without peer. Who's there? You're after my sword. Let's see how you handle the mighty me. And by me, I mean Gilgamesh. And by handle, I mean die. You fight against Gilgamesh. <laughs> he's taking the... So he's a comedy character. With an incredible, incredible um, music behind him. He, it, the, oh. The he's actually Battle of the Bridge. Battle of the Bridge yeah. is a really okay, cool, like, cool. It's his character's theme. Yeah. So he, I think I've heard that one. Terrible version. He has a couple of different attacks that he can do based on the weapons he's gathered at this point. But one of them is the Excalibur, which does one damage. So he, he has an Excalibur, which deals, you know, massive amounts of, yeah. of damage to you. But he also has a weak version of that, which is... He's about. Yeah. Okay. So you kill him and he gives you the Genji gloves. So he gives, you can start to collect the Genji set. So a set of good armor for your characters. I, I had no anything special between 5 and 10. They were all just random dungeons. Mm-hmm. And uh, floor 10, you fight against Atmos. Mm-hmm. So you... Mm-hmm. The, the summon. The summon with yeah. the giant mouth. It's a gravity summon. It is it a gravity summon. It takes right. everything into... Which like basically means that it's the void. <laughs> it just it just destroys everything that it sucks in. But it, it is actually a boss in its own right in five, which yeah. is where the summon comes from. Right. Is it because I've got I've got in I've got knowledge of it from nine, which is yeah. the card that you've seen. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, but that is based on the boss from five. I'm thinking of the dark one. There's a darker color yeah, one. That's the one I'm talking about. The one the one from Decidia is the pink mouth thing. He drops the judgment stuff. Mm-hmm. Another great that weapon. That casts flare. Another great weapon for your wizard that will cast. Flare? That when you use it in oh, battle. Oh, casts flare. It yeah, casts, casts flare. flare. Yeah. So, um, floor 13, mm. uh, you meet a bunch of dancing girls. Hey. They're all The first ones are all going up and down in a line, hey. and you have to run through them. Damn right. And okay. they will stop you. Oh. So you have to just basically keep moving forward, and they will block your path every so often. And then the second like area, they all walk in a circle, mm-hmm. and you start in this in the top bit, yeah. and you need to get down to the bottom right. right. So you have to walk this circle with them, right. and then go right. off at the end. So it's not for the dance. It's not it's not difficult, but they get in the way and they won't move. Oh, <laughs> so, uh, so floor twenty, uh, this floor, this this uh, dungeon only has twenty floors, mm-hmm. but in order to fight the two bosses, you have to do it twice. Yeah. So the first one, I went to the left and fought against Omega Weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, a fairly standard encounter. A big, big boss that does lots of area of attack we- uh, abilities, but you know, easy to kill. Easy to kill. Um, I feel slightly, I feel slightly emasculated now. <laughs> I thought Omega and Shimmyu were two of the hardest oh. bosses in the game. Shimmyu was a bit difficult. Yeah, I had, I had a very specific um, 
like kind of strategy for him, but a mega weapon was very easy to just brute strength him. Oh, okay, so, yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, they have the same amount of health, which is yeah, quite surprising, but Shinryu hits harder and does more kind of like, attacks, basically, yeah, that, can, that can hurt everybody. So, so um, going through the second time, uh, going against all, all the the random things that I've fought in, but, like, found in the past, like the white squares keep disappearing. Uh, floor 5, where you fight Gilgamesh. The mermaids say this time, instead of sending you around to people, they say that there's a room that's been locked. They've now unlocked it. Mm-hmm. And you go in there, and there's a chest. When you open, when you click on the chest, he just jumps out and attacks you again. He doesn't say anything special this time. And it's the exact same fight. Yeah. Um, floor 10, once again, you fight Atmos, and it's exactly the same. Getting to floor 20 this time, and you fight Shinryu, which is a giant dragon who yeah. was difficult. Mm-hmm. Shinryu was the hardest fight of the game for me because... He ha- every attack he does hits all four of your party members for about three to four hundred damage. Mm. So you've got this mad race of always trying to keep your team healthy and trying to keep <laughs> your strategy of keeping, you know, like mine, for instance, is keeping my knight at full health so he attacks with the ultimate weapon. Yeah. But there are times when you have to stop attacking for a turn and everyone has to heal. Okay. So you have like, you get this good train of attacking four or five turns and then everyone stops, everyone heals yourself, then you start it again. The, the fight took about ten minutes because it's a lot of stopping wow. and starting. So... And he, he hurts. He hurts. That was longer than anyone's yeah, he um, hurts. final battle, he hurts wasn't it? And I, have, I died. I lost a few characters yeah. a lot of the time. And when he does that, your plan then stops because you have to focus on reviving them and then immediately healing them before he hits you or casting full life. But then when you do that, you leave your white mage open. Hmm. And it's just like, once you revive your character, you're then your first instinct is to protect them while you get them back up to health, you apply all your buffs again, then you start attacking him again. And it's this horrible cycle of attack, heal, attack, heal, revive, attack. So that, that took that took quite a while. Well, at least there was some something to do rather than just walk through him. No, oh, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He, was, he was clearly the hardest boss that we've had to fight in this game. Right. So. And can you imagine doing him before you went to Whispering Cove? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why, why people are saying that I should have done this one first. Yeah, which yeah. is why I'm saying Life Spring Grotto is the hardest one because Omega and Shinryu. Having, having the ultimate weapon helped. Yes. Having great equipment and access to all the spells and things like that was definitely a, a buff because if I'd have done this one first, I think I would have gone... I think I wouldn't have survived it. Yeah. So uh, I didn't write down where he dropped, but he does drop us. He drops the Ragnarok. That's it. Like he always does. Yes. He drops a good sword for you guys. Which, which is a legacy joke again. Ragnarok is associated with Shinryu. Okay. But sadly, I mean, you've got the ultimate weapon at that point. Yeah. You don't really want to use it. Mm. Mm. It's true. Yeah, and that covers the four optional dungeons. Oh, right. They're they're fun to do on the side. They help. Uh If you can complete them during the storyline, like I did with the Hellfire Chasm, you get the equipment you get, sets you up almost the entire game. Yeah, yeah. The sword I got from fighting Rubicante was was uh, like instrumental and helped me almost to the final dungeon really mm-hmm. like I was using that constantly until we started getting the better stuff yeah. so, a lot of challenge yeah. a lot of fun really interesting to see bosses from other games yeah, I don't call, know f- call forwards as like I know I obviously know who Gilgamesh is from, from the later games and I know who Taekwon and Ultras are because they're quite comical yeah. so I've known their comical stuff but you know the other bosses and the other fights Death Gaze Atomos like... and I only know Death Gaze as Death Guys from 9 right, yeah. so once again, going back in time and seeing exactly, and, and we will get there. So, very fun, worth it. A challenge if you're uh-huh. if you're a completionist, if you want to do like you know bonus content stuff like that, I definitely recommend it because it's a lot of fun. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But they are challenging, and you do have to be close to top level to do it, or you yeah. need to have 
a very specific setup and a very specific way of going about things. Yes. You need a very specific set, set of skills. skills yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was the four dungeons. Like I said, I've done one of the fights against Crinodia, but I didn't write it down because it was stressing me out. Yeah, yeah so fair enough. I may go back to we it. We may go back to it, yeah. and, then, and in time we may revisit it on the Chris Chronicles podcast. Yeah. We might. But uh, yeah. until then, I think that's goodbye to Final Fantasy 1. It's Sasa. done. Yeah. Yeah. We may, we may well see the Warrior of Light and Garland again down the road. Garland. But for now... Else. It's just the Warrior of Light and Garland. Well, like... Queens, we might see... Well, the, Princess the Sarah. Princess Sarah. She'll turn up again. Sarah, Sarah turns up again. Is Sarah the same Sarah? As... As uh, Ice Card? No, 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 not no. that Sarah. Sarah. No, that's Sarah and Sarah. S-E-R-A-H yeah. instead of S-A-R. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my. And now... And now... Yes. Final the Fantasy 2. Final Fantasy 2. This Nightmare is the one that everyone continues. says is the worst one. This, Alex, every time you mention Final Fantasy 2, he just <laughs> immediately starts slashing at he it. He sucks his... Sucks his. Yeah. Yeah. Now, to be fair, Final Fantasy 2 is very difficult at the start. It's, mm. what, it's the Final Fantasy that is most newcomer unfriendly. You have to know mm. how to approach it It's before you actually start playing it. Like, it's... It's not hard, it's just unforgiving. It's, and I'm going to kick myself later for doing this comparison, it's Uh-oh. like Dark Souls. It's not mean, it's it's fair. It's <laughs> just difficult. Yeah. Did I, I thought, I think I saw a little cartoon today that it's, is, is it basically that the, um, it's lazy game journalism to compare yeah, everything to, compare to, Dark it, yeah, to Dark Souls. Yeah, Dark Souls. Anything okay. that's hard is like it's Dark Souls. Right. It's like Dark Souls. Right. Which is, no, because Dark Souls is a very particular thing and I love Dark mm. Souls and I love I'm I'm eagerly awaiting the remaster because it's the first time that they can't compare a game to Dark Souls compare <laughs> a game to itself they can yeah. they can compare it to the original Dark Souls well hopefully they will do that because yeah. it's a remaster <laughs> I thought it isn't, is this an old game is it no Playstation 3 Already but it's very famous. It. Yeah, it's very popular. It's a very because famous it's, game. It's level mm. difficulty. One of the things I brought up with some friends of mine as well is the idea of a level level of difficulty in a game, and how that's scaled, and how some developers try to scale it nowadays. When you've got things that are stable like Dark Souls, but then you've got other games which can quite easily hold your hand through the whole game. Yeah. And what do people prefer? Do they prefer? a challenge and overcoming a challenge or do they like the idea of just being taken through a story and I think that ma- that changes based on the genre of and game I think that, that depends on what you're, go- like, you're looking I, for an RPG I would expect it to take me by the hand story wise yeah. but it'd be a fun challenge yeah. if if like Final Fantasy X for instance was the story was exactly the way it is but every battle was like you know the battle against Unaleska for instance yeah. oh, where the, you, you know people would stop playing it immediately yeah. because it's just so difficult I think people need you need to find a balance, and certain genres allow that for different things. If it's a hack and slash, I expect it to be difficult because yeah. that's the nature of the game. But if it's a story-driven thing, I don't expect it yeah. to be difficult. I expect it to have a like a gradual incline because the story is what keeps you, not the gameplay. Yeah, I think for Final Fantasy two compared to Final Fantasy one, Final Fantasy one was very about exploring because this was mm. in the na- this is again we talked about this the days before strategy guys before the internet yeah you were encouraged to go out and explore the world and find your own path through the storyline final fantasy 2 is very much not like that whereas final fantasy 2 um whereas with final fantasy 1 you were locked into certain places until you had the tools to progress past them 
You were locked into that continent until you had the TNT mm. to get yeah. to get to the second continent, and yeah. then you were locked yeah. there until you had the airship where we could progress to the upper continent. Yeah, that seems fairly normal. Final to me. Fantasy Two doesn't do that. Okay, the majority of the game takes place on one single continent. Okay, which almost every town is you can walk to. To be like, I played a bit of Dragon's Quest, Dragon Warrior, and that that um. You basically could get anywhere, yeah. But you'd hit an encounter like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. Which, yeah, I'm, which in the, I'm in the wrong place. Which this, I did. This is exactly what Final Fantasy oh, okay. does. Okay, okay. Uh, you will, if you wander too far from sort of the way the game wants you to go, yeah. You will run into encounters that will just murder you, and that'll just be your. And that'll your, just be uh, your. Like, you, you've stepped into the wrong yeah. neighborhood. Yeah. Back out. <laughs> you ain't, you ain't from <laughs> You're in the wrong neighborhood, here. motherfucker. You ain't from around here, are you, boy? So you, you yeah. had that happen. I did. I. I went, I went north, yeah. and then instead of continuing to go north, I went uh, west, west yeah. and then went northwest up into a corner and started fighting like land turtles and dragons and stuff yeah. like that, that punted me very quickly. Yes, and because of the autosave function, it saved you at the start of every battle. Mm. I because I I game over instead of going back to the game over screen and going back for an hour of playthrough, yeah. I turned the app off, opened it up again. Loaded back in, took one step and had the exact same fight. Oh. I had that about four or five times before the RNG eventually set that I was oh, allowed no. to walk out the way. But basically, my one word of advice for playing Final Fantasy 2 is save. Yeah. Save Everywhere. every 15 minutes or so. I mean, well, I, so I've got an autosave, but I also shouldn't rely on it too much. I should have a backup. Well, like I, I own the cartridge. I'm going to be playing it on Open Emu or the Raspberry Pi. And I, yeah. They, they just, just auto-save anyway. Yeah, save. So. yeah. Uh, as long as you auto-save, you won't run into stuff that's far too hard yeah. I mean don't get me wrong personally Final Fantasy 2 is not as great as Final Fantasy 1 for okay. me I don't enjoy it right. that much like I said hopefully going through it with you guys will mm. make it more enjoyable but I still don't rank it highly in no. my in no. my Final Fantasy okay. it's still a good game because I think all the Final Fantasies are it's the, uh, the, the difficult second album games. but it is a difficult <laughs> second album yeah. the sophomore slump I, it's, so, it's just great to finally have named characters and they all have yeah. And they actually have words. They, yeah, they have, actually have they lines have of dialogue. Yes, now, so it's like, instead of having four warriors of light who are a ninja, a monk, or something else, just you have Fyrian, a bunch of tabula you have Guy, you actually have characters now. Yes, and, and they have their own story, don't they? They do have their own story. It's still not as fleshed out and no. as complete as it will eventually become. And we don't really hit that stride until like Final Fantasy IV, mm. when the characters start having stories. Yeah, that's the dark, dark one. Is that right? No, this is the dark, dark. Oh, one. is it? This oh, is two is the darkest this Final Fantasy. I a bit of a, of a breather the until this then. is the body count. This is right. the body count. One. Speaking of new things that it introduces, it introduces chocobos for the first time yep. and rear character characters known as Sid. Yes, Fantasy One kind of does. But it was retroactively put back in for the anniversary version the main yeah. difference between Final Fantasy 1 and Final Fantasy 2 in terms of combat um, it is how the traditional experience yep. point levelling system of the later game and instead introducing an activity based progression system where mm. character statistics increase according to how they are used or acquired this is, is this is why I, I, we, I wanted to get Richard in to give us a primer Right. No, 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 okay. no, 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 jobs. Okay, so job no, this isn't there? jobs. I, I, yeah. I can explain to having having a bit of practice on this right now. You do it, and I'll elaborate when every character, every character, Guy, and Maria are your playable characters. Uh -huh. I'm just going to start off there. They have access to equip every weapon and every spell. When you use the weapon, you gain uh, ex uh, quotation marks experience points with that weapon. Your ability in that. Yeah. So you know, if Firion uses a sword, mm -hmm. every time you kill an enemy your ability with the sword goes up. Right. And every time the ability levels up a point, 
you do more damage with it. Yeah. It's the same for health as well. Yeah. This if all you seems get, perfectly reasonable so far. Yeah, if you get hit, your health uh, goes up. Your health will go up at the end of the match, kind of thing. As will your da- defense. So you've used your health. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. So <laughs> the more you use something, the more. It yeah. Yes. Yeah. So characters can equip every weapon. So I mean, at the moment, I've only got the first basic stuff. Yeah. But swords, bows, axes, lances, and daggers mm-hmm. and shields. Mm-hmm. You can gain affinity with all of them, but. You know, you'll, you'll find... eventually gain like staves and and then also spell well. like we've gotten we've gotten rid of the like spellcasters as a, as a job right so Furion you can give him fire and he oh. can learn how to cast fire and every time you use and it magic you levels gain... up just like your weapons yeah then. so you just you've got to choose which of your characters you... is going to be your white mage in a yeah you pretty you pretty much can assign or you can or you can give each of them a white a white magic spell and mm. like the all be a white mage then Ma- Maria naturally has less you know attack power than Guy does because Guy is your big bruiser right whereas Maria is good to stay in the back row with a bow but okay. you can just as easily put Guy in the back row and give him all the white magic and make Maria your heavy attacker mm-hmm. it allows you to play that by the can... end of by the end of part one if you've been playing it just casually you can your characters will automatically settle into the roles that you want them okay. to settle into it's not like Maria's stats are so magically inclined that she's always going to be a mage you could easily just within five or ten minutes close that gap and put her ahead physically it's the way when when it starts like Maria is your weakest character yeah. whereas Guy is your strongest and Fearing is your middle ground kind right. of dude but, but you can like choose said, within 10 minutes you can, you can change that yeah. if you want to you can make you can as I say you can make Guy your your weakest attacker okay. the strongest and he's magic a mage, user. Yeah. so you know you you can give the characters your you know what you want them to be mm. ideally you'll you'll probably stick to the, the way that they're shown to you because that's the way that the story tells tells you mm. tells you the guy is your you big muscle dude yeah you, yeah, you yeah. stereotypically fall yeah. into guy as the big muscle dude maria is the magic casting girl and furian's a little mm. bit of both and you do get a fourth you do get fourth party members yes. your slot will that slot that will rotate, rotate. So, yeah. you get about half a dozen over the course of the game We've we've seen a lot of those characters as well. We've seen the cards for them. Min, we've seen well, Minwoo, Min yeah. Joseph, Gordon. Minwoo seems like a big important character because he was very, he was the meta at one point, wasn't he? And you, you will meet Minwoo very but, soon into the into the game. But he doesn't. He's not in Dissidia and stuff, is he? No. no, but he is likely to be the second Final Fantasy two character included if they ever do include another okay. Final Fantasy two character. Has, has he been in a modern graphic? He ha- modern he game? was the second in uh, theater rhythm. Every Final Fantasy got two characters, yeah. and the second Final Fantasy two character was Minwoo. But it's I mean, the, it's I mean, that like, chibi art style. No, he's not been. He's no. not been in a high definition. Because I only know him as that painting by um, yeah. Amano at the moment. No, only um, Firion has been in a high def. Yeah, okay. the, the main storyline will evolve around the three characters and Leon at some point. Um, right. Yeah. But then you'll have your secondary set of characters which take up that fourth slot that Rich is talking right, about. Right, right. And, and they'll, in, come, they'll come and go. In, okay. in and uh, it may be a slight spoiler to say it, but the Soul of Rebirth storyline that we will be covering that is the additional storyline after the main storyline of two right um actually has minwoo as the main character okay is that is that only in the psp or something it's in the game boy advance psp and ios versions so you can game boy advance one you can do it wicked the the leveling system is the biggest change yeah because it's not it takes a little bit of getting it isn't just a case of you gain 20 experience points you've gained a level you get 10 straight but it seems quite intuitive see it makes perfect sense the the status screen does have handy bars that show Mm. how close you are to gaining a level levels in skills max at 16 Mm -hmm. you will likely never get a skill above 10 
over the course of a playthrough. Yeah. Okay. Even if you're using something constantly. And because I've been I've been grinding just outside the main city. Yeah. You're obviously the starter enemies are very weak. The later enemies will get stronger and stronger. Yeah. They all give you a set amount of um, affinity towards your weapon. So mm-hmm. if you attack a goblin. Let's. I don't know the number exactly, but you'll get a quarter of your bar filled up. Right. But I've got every skill and ability at level three, and they won't go any higher because the enemies won't. Because give the level you... of the enemies. Yeah. Enemy, enemies okay. are um, grouped into what are called ranks. Yeah. Which so you can check on the beastery. So the higher the rank, so I think the more like, yeah, affinity you would yeah, get with level, the weapons. Level so. one enemy, rank one enemies can only contribute towards up to level three of a skill or, ma- or spells experience. Yeah. I say that doesn't. I, I think was it was it Arty was going all the leveling system or something. He yeah. was. It's land lasting it very quickly, it's diff- but it's, it's different and new, which and yeah. it does take a little bit of getting used to, especially if you're yeah. used to the conventional RPG level. But that's that's like. how video game sequels used to be. Yeah, like, look yeah, at Legend absolutely. of Zelda and Legend of Zelda Two. It wasn't quite the same. It nothing was, alike. Yeah. Um, um, Mario to, Two over here. It's difficult. Not, it's difficult um, going like in a in a future game. Like the future games, they all yeah. have the leveling system, yeah. and I've been very used to seven, eight, and nine just being mm. conventional. You gain this experience and you level up. Yeah, ten, ten onwards, they do start to change it. Where instead of levels, you get you know the sphere grid, the sphere the grid board, and then the crystarium. And so, like, they Fantasy has had different versions of yeah. the standard leveling up system. It's just the conventional one is. I know that this enemy will give me twenty experience points, and that will level me up again. Mm. So I'll fight mm. him next, kind of. So. Making changes makes it fun. I think yeah, if, yeah. if you kept the same system for ten game for nine games in a row, you know, I'm you... not sure I'd look look forward to Final Fantasy two being. Uh, they've got some new sprites, Final Fantasy one, but again, but it's again. basically Final Fantasy one yeah. with a different story. I'm not sure I'd be no. particularly Final excited Fantasy two is that. very different. Yeah, uh, slight changes I will say as well. Um, magic as you level it up, it costs more MP. Right. Magic costs one MP per level of the spell. Okay. So cure level one costs one MP to cast. Cure two. Cure cure two is two, yeah, but okay. heals more. Yeah. yeah. And um, there is no cure curaga cura and things like that. It's literally no. just cure just level one, cure level two, cure. So level I, three. so you 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 don't get access to fireaga anymore. You have fire. You've but got it's level, fire level level five. Yeah, like, fire yeah. level ten. Or and whatever. it is basically a, a fireaga. Yeah. Effect. Basically yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, inns work off of a different system for healing. Uh, it's no longer like each town has a set price and you pay that price to heal. Uh, inns now cost... Um, they look at how much HP and MP your characters have lost. Yeah. And they will charge you uh, one gil to heal one MP mm-hmm. and one gil to heal every two HP. So... So Basically, it, the, 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 the worse hurt you are, the more it will cost. Yeah. But it's never particularly... But expensive. that's great, because... And Americans hate socialised medicine. This is what it, <laughs> Basically. it fucking comes to. But that's great, because in, in Final Fantasy 1, when you get to like the final... Oh, shit, there it is. Uh, when, I lost my ring. <laughs> when you get to the final... Did, did, you, did you find out his name? <laughs> when you get to the final town, like, the inn will cost you, you know, 800 which you know, might not be difficult because you're at the amount of money, yeah. but, but then you could always just travel back to the first one and rest for 10. Yeah. So this yeah. kind of, this allows you to standardise wherever you're going, it's going to cost you X based on your um, ability. So. And also, uh, rows work differently, because we have rows now. Yes. So you see, you mentioned rows just now. So it was just the position of row first. Yeah. Yeah. So your, um, your front rows, are ba- you split them up into your attackers and your you know your mages mages effectively your backups yeah, yeah almost yeah, it yeah. actually works yeah, like that your your, your guys right. on the front row 
they will deal more damage to the enemy, but they'll take more damage. Yeah, yeah. The guys in the back row will take less damage from physical attacks, but their physical attacks will deal less damage. But not in Final reach. Fantasy 2. But that's why you put mages in the back row, because their spells not in Final have an ability. Not in Final Fantasy 2. It, cha- it changes. It's completely different. Yes. Uh, basically, characters in the back row are completely invincible oh. to physical attacks. Hang on. Were you describing Final Fantasy 1, then? No, 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 no. I was explaining what, what rows are in conventional Final Fantasy. Oh, okay, right, right. I was Sorry. giving you a broad outline. I, was saying, I didn't, I didn't realise yeah. people at the back row in Final Fantasy 1 had less no, no. chance to hit. Final there Fantasy was 1 no. didn't okay, have right, rows. Right. No, no. Yeah. No. In Final Fantasy 2, characters in the back row are completely immune to short-range physical attacks. Bows can still hit them, but mm. swords, maces... They Axis, can't, choo- well. yeah, they can't mm-hmm. choose anyone in the back row until all the front row characters are dead. Uh, are, you, are you... I wanted to ask, are you doing a challenge run this time? I am. What's your challenge? Um, punching only. <laughs> no weapons. It's <laughs> no, an no, unarmed skill. No offensive magic. However, I have actually done a lot of reading about this. You're actually quite lucky because your unarmed skill gets great later on. No, it starts off really great and really. Oh, is it, is it the other way? Okay, yeah, it starts oh. out. I may have read, I may have read that out, the other way around. Peters out really quickly. So the early game will be kind of easy, but the later game is going to be really hard. So, so you're going to have two. Is it monks again? Or? Uh, no, they're onion no, knights. They're, they? they're, they're no, they're not. They're they're all, they're all, they're all, onion they're all, three. They're all, yeah. they're all their own character. They're freelancers. They're oh, yeah, all, of course they are. You're talking yeah. to them. But okay. the, only st- the only weapon stat experience they will gain will be in, fi- in punching. In fisting. I, yeah. will, I, will, <laughs> I will allow shields because otherwise the game is practically impossible. Yeah, okay. You do have to have defense yeah. at some point. And uh, I allow sort of stat boosting magic because, again, otherwise the game is practically impossible. Um so they're tucking into their pizzas thing mm. we should wrap up now checkpoint let's hey Richard can you give us a checkpoint please yeah, yeah alright I'll give you the oh, checkpoint oh I'm looking forward to this one I've been itching to play <laughs> Final Fantasy 2 like you haven't been for the last five all I've been doing is walking back and forth through the town and you're, back you're excited to go somewhere I'm excited to do something okay we start uh, after our little opening event which mm-hmm. I think you guys have all experienced because you booted the game up to check that it works no He's done oh, three. No, no. He's done three, not two. I booted up three just to check that would oh, work. Oh, okay. I have All two. Right. I haven't booted. I booted okay. into the ROM because it's got both games. The, on event, it. the event. The event. The event opens. Uh-huh. You start in the small town of Altair, mm-hmm. uh, which functions very much like the Cornelia. Of Altair is the assassin in Assassin's Creed. Okay, that's where I know. <laughs> that's where you know him from. Uh, you will do your initial wandering around by whatever equipment you want to go, by the basic spells if you'd like. Then we also learn how the keyword system works, which we haven't discussed, but we'll discuss Ooh. when we actually do the episode. It's the not game difficult. Will teach me, will it? The game will teach you. Yeah. Okay, that's right. uh, you head north uh, to the town of Gatria. Uh, then even further north, skirting around the uh, edge of the lake. Don't go too far from the lake, otherwise you will run into mobs that will murder you. Okay. Um, to, this to you. Uh, slightly different, but yeah, yeah I, I strayed off the path. To the kingdom of Finn. Finn Balor. In Finn, we need to... Eat it, eat it. That looks like mushroom to me. Mushroom, mushroom. I'll eat it. A little sliver. Yeah. Okay. Yay. (laughs) Might not be mushroom. Absolutely not, it's mushroom. Could be anything. It was mushroom. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, carry on. (laughs) Travel around the border of the lake to the Mm -hmm. kingdom of Finn, where we need to meet Scott. And gain his ring. <laughs> That's the best part. Like we've got this fantasy game, but we've got guys called Scott. You need to meet Scott. Imagine you meet. Oh, good day, guys. I was just going to go out on the board, but you know, but <laughs> all Australian boys are called Scott. Uh, aren't they? Collect his ring. Hey. And take it back 
to uh, Princess Hilda, the leader of the rebellion in Altair. And the seg- Hilda. Okay. The segment ends when we gain our first temporary fourth party member, okay. Minwoo. Minwoo. My boy. So <clears throat> save game when Minwoo joins the party and gives you the canoe. We get canoe very early in this Scott, game. Scott. So. Yeah. Hilda. Maria. Guy. Guy. And Firion. One of these things is not like the other. Layla. <laughs> so you get Layla, Gordon, yeah. Leon, hmm. Joseph with that's, an F. Isn't that uh, that's a that's a thing on TV shows? Is Aerith and Bob? Yeah, Aerith and yeah. Bob. But yeah, mm. that's it. I'll write all this down and put it in the chat, and one of you guys, I'm sure, will post it to Facebook for anyone who's playing oh. along. Control C. I say we should yeah. If we put it in the group chat, I'll take a screenshot it and we'll post it up. Mm. So when the episode comes out, we we can also put up a little. So that if anyone is playing along with us, yeah. instead of just listening to the checkpoints, we actually have a, a hard copy of, of it, so you know where yeah, you go. So. Yeah, what I'll do when I, when I put this episode up, I'll put it in the in the show notes, and I think I'll probably link it in, um, I'll probably stick it on Reddit as well. Um, any other business? Business? I don't think so. No. Oh, let's, uh, what versions are mm. we all playing? Yeah, what no. versions are we playing? Let's I would hope I'd hope Alex is playing the original version because he did it for the FF1, believe, but I said he doesn't want to. I, I believe he's he doing the Origins mind. version, yeah. the PlayStation 1 version. Which is enough like the original one that we can let him off. Yeah. So I've got the iOS version, which is the anniversary edition, which has all of the special stuff right. at the I end. Fancied up yes. the version of my one, is that right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you and I have the same version. Oh, yeah. just like Final Fantasy 1, it's the exact no, same. Had an extra no, you had an extra dungeon Oh, did you and not have that as well? No. I've got the PSP version, so and don't you have the arcade. Ah. you have the Arcade Labyrinth, which, which I, Mark which does not have. Mark, so I, once again, I'll be the one to do that. Yeah. Unless yeah, it's like Knoody, it. in which case I won't. <laughs> it's it's shorter. Okay. It's shorter and easier, and it actually gets you a bit of plot, which is nice. Cool. Right, uh, I'm playing the PSP version, the 20th anniversary re-release. Okay. And I'll be getting hold of any emulated version I can. Okay. We will, of course, be buying the cartridge or CD or yes. UMD. Yes, UMD. If, if needs be. Honest. Actually, I have got the cartridge for, for one or two. Well, so you're, you're doing the Game Boy Advance. I'll be playing you? the Game Boy Advance one, yeah. I have got a GBA and the cartridge. I, can I have, it, I have all of them on the iPad that they've released for the iOS. Mm. It's really that, annoying that, that, yeah. because it goes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, nine. Yeah. tactics. Why did that... Has 8 never been out on the iPad? Or I, 8 has never had another re-release apart from the Steam version yeah. and the PS1 version. It's For some reason, it keeps getting left behind. And I would like to see a PS4 version or an iOS version because I'd, like tro- I'd like to get the trophies for it. Mm. Yeah. So. Are people not fans of 8? It, it seems it to be one polarized, more polarizing it polarizes. Yeah. Because, because of how popular 7 was, yeah, 8 yeah. was the, the little brother that couldn't follow in the footsteps. It's kind of like a Marmite Final Fantasy 8. You've got people that love it <laughs> and people that hate it. I hated it. I hated it until I played it as an adult. Yeah. And then I like I got the story and like I enjoyed the, the combat and the gameplay a bit more. But it, you know, Final Fantasy 2 has this weird jump where instead of doing levels, you go to experience in, in Weapon Affinity. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy 8 had this weird system of, Junction. instead of like having equipment and spells and stuff you draw the ability from an enemy and then you get to cast it or you get to keep it for yourself wasn't that what you were doing on that Dissidia just now the brave thing you're stealing something from them then hit them no, no that, Ki- kind of but in a very weird no oh, not okay. particularly no, I it, understand it, it, but it you, uh, every, every enemy in Final Fantasy 8 has a set amount of spells mm-hmm. that you can draw to yourself oh like so Kirby you, okay. yeah so if you suck up like you get 8 <laughs> fires and yeah. you can have a maximum of 99 of the... Or is it 100? I 100. think it's actually 100 of this one. Ooh. So you can have... 
but then every time you use it you lose one of those spell charges mm-hmm. you can equip magic to your abilities so you can junction fire to strength and that'll give you you know an extra 20 one of your provos, sorry. <laughs> it'll give you an extra like 20 fire uh, mm. like, an extra 20 strength right but if you start using your fire spell your strength will go down mm. it's, it's a balancing act yeah it, yeah so and and the enemies actually scale with you so for grinders like me it's the it's a nightmare yeah. because I want my characters to be overpowered but then the enemies are the exact same mm-hmm. it's like it almost helps you to be a low level uh, with the enemies being low level but using the junction to yeah. buff yourself but then the game becomes very easy and that's like it, it's, it's really either. difficult it's yeah. really difficult to get balance and it's it, a, yeah it's it's difficult we'll we'll get there the story the storyline's great but it's it's tough because the the junctioning ability and things like that it makes it's chal- either super easy or super challenging, and you make and you choose that way. So. Okay. So. Yeah, well, well I think that's the end of it. I'm looking forward to starting actually playing Final Fantasy yeah. II. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to talking about it. I might try and get on that tomorrow. You can find us on Facebook at the Crystal Chroniclers, on Twitter at the Sea Chroniclers, and on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher, and all other podcast clients of choice. Mm. There is no, there is no like ending quote, I guess, because no. I couldn't think of anything. We did the whole We Are the Warriors of Light at the end, and that was really dramatic. And now this is just a. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) So until next time, remember, you're going to need a bigger boat. (laughs) (laughs) That's a shit one. That doesn't make any sense to anyone. No, punching a shark in the nose does not work. Yeah, but. Smile, you son of a. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. All right, I've been Andy. I'm Richard. I've been a John. And an, oh, sorry, I'm Mark. <laughs> uh, until next time, a long lived peace is at an end. A long lived peace of what? Peace. Peace, as in P E A C. Peace. 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 Howdy 5000G.